Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Wonderful name. Well, family, I'm excited as today we're about to begin a brand new series. We're starting a brand new series today, and it's titled Overcoming the Storms, Getting to Glory. Take a deep breath. We're going to read it again. Overcoming the storms, getting to glory. So we say, whoa, that's a mouthful. It is. It is. But I believe that we're going to see some things unveiled for us and to us through this series. I really, really do. I want you to look with me in your Bible to the book of Mark. The book of Mark, chapter 4. The book of Mark, chapter 4. We're going to begin at verse 35. Mark chapter 4 and verse 35. And here the word of God, it reads, it says this. And the same day when he, when the even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships and there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full and he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow and they awake him and say unto him master carest thou not that we perish and he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the See, obey him. Ah, we're going to speak today from the subject. How do you get through? How do you get through? How do you get through? I want you to understand that in life, we must all face storms. In life, we must all face storms. In fact, in California, just, uh, just this the year, at the beginning of the year, uh, has, they've been dealing with just unseasonable snowfall, torrential rains, and tornadoes. They've been dealing with it, all types of storms that they've been going through. We all experience storms one way or another. In fact, someone that I respect and, and, and admire, care about, Bishop John Wade, recently he and his wife, they were flying. And in fact, they were, they were laid over here in Atlanta. And they were trying to get back home, which is to Panama City. And they got news that their flight, flight was canceled. So he said everybody, there were so many people that were upset. And they were just wringing their hands and wanting to wring folks' neck and all of this stuff. But he took, he said he took it easy. He did relax. They went and looked at a movie. He used it as a teaching moment. And what he was teaching us was that, listen, you don't have to get so upset 
when things happen that you don't anticipate, when storms pop up, he would say, you have to look at your mindset. You have to look at your mindset. Here it was. He was thinking about the fact that he was so glad that God has sent word ahead that there was a storm ahead of him. You see, sometimes the storm isn't even in your locality. It may be where you're headed to. You may be going into a storm. And he's like, listen, if if God already knows that there's a storm that's there, that storm may mean me harm. That storm may bring me to an early demise. He said, no, I'm fine right where I am. (laughs) I'll be okay. You see, sometimes you've got to be able to buckle down and weather out the storm and wait out the storm. And wait out the storm. So you got to be able to do that. But he used it as a teaching lesson. So that we would have a right mindset. And understand that there's storms that sometimes are ahead. That we need to avoid. But I want you to also know this. That some storms are not weather related. You do know this right. Some storms are not weather related. You can have storms in your health. You can have storms in your mind. In your relationships in your career, in the lives of those that you love around you. It's not even affecting you personally, but because they're going through a storm, it affects you because you have to see somebody you care about deeply go through a storm. These storms are around you. Sometimes, again, it has nothing to do with the weather, but it has something to do with the cares of life that you experience. And I want you to understand this. We also experience a lot of storms from our culture and from our society. We understand their racial discrimination. That's a storm. Sometimes there, there, there are simply societal ills that provide storms that we have to deal with. Sometimes as a, as a city, as a state, even a nation, we deal with these storms. And as we experience them, we have to figure out how we're going to get through it. But I want you to know that we see here in our text how to get through some of these moments, how to get through some of these moments. Look with me back at verse 35. Here in verse 35, it says, And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. The other side here after Jesus has spent time teaching and had come to the end of that assignment. He told his disciples that they must pass over unto the other side, unto the other side. It's important to note this. It's important to note that Jesus has spent time pouring out of himself to the people, speaking in a manner that they could understand pouring out his heart and pouring out the love of God. Here, Jesus had just finished teaching about the kingdom of God and how it is like a mustard seed. You remember that lesson. He said, he said, he said, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed and a mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds you could ever find. If you put it on your thumb, you could barely see it. But when you plant the mustard seed, it actually grows into one of the largest plants, one of the largest trees that you'll find in the vineyard. And it actually delivers and produces fruit from this small seed being sown. And Jesus was equating that to our faith, how our faith should be like that mustard seed. Though it may be small, it should bring forth something that is great and fruitful. 
great and fruitful. He was teaching many lessons like this about the kingdom of God. And watch this. He chose to not to rest. He chose not to rest and get restored, but yet instead decided to move on to his next assignment. He says, I have to go to my next assignment. I have to go to the next thing I'm called to do. I want you to understand this, that there are times when, when the end of your toil or work may lead to the beginning of another challenge. Let me say that again. There are times when the end of your toil or work may lead to the beginning of another challenge. There are some things you can't just stop and say, okay, I'll pick this up tomorrow. No, there's some things you got to start right away. There's some things you got to be willing to, break, to pick up your hands and to get to work. Not sit there and say, okay, I'm going to just fall asleep. No, no, no. There's some things you can't sleep on. There's some things you got to get up and get moving on. I want you to realize that as you go into this season, there's some things you, you can't, the time of resting and lying around is, is not now. The time to get up and get moving is what we should do. Notice, Jesus was tired. Jesus was, was, was weary, but he said, no, we've got to go over to the other side. We've got to get to the other side. Listen, he was fully God, but he was fully man. His body, it hungered, it got tired, and he was tired. But yet he saw the importance of going to the next a challenge, the next assignment. He had to go to the other side. Look with me at verse 36. In verse 36, it says, And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships, other little ships. Notice it said they took Jesus in the ship even as he was. That means that they didn't take time to go get any barley loaves of fish this time. No, they didn't take time to do none of that. They didn't take time to go get some Evian and all that kind of stuff, get some nice water for him to drink. No, no, no. They had no time for that because he just said we got to go to the other side. They had no time to go to the market. They had no time to go anywhere and get anything. So they just got in the boat as he was, as he was. But I want you to see something. They had to send the multitude away before they continued to the next assignment. For some of you, that's your word. They had to send the multitude away. In other words, they could not sit and dwell around with people and hang out with them. They couldn't just have a good time. They couldn't just roll with everybody and turn on, they'll pop on with your, your, your music or, or, or whatever your, 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 your music list is and start doing all that. No, no, they had no time for that. Oh, let's check out this movie. Let's check this. No, no, no time for that. They're like, listen, no, no, we just finished everything. We're going to see you on the rebound, okay? We'll catch up with you later. Y'all can go ahead now, though, because that, we got too much to do. We have too many things to work on. Listen, I want you to understand that you've got too much to do. you got too many things to work on. Listen, don't let anybody come and waste your time. Don't let anybody come and take you away from what you know you need to be doing, trying to make you comfortable where he's trying to bring you through discomfort so he can take you to a greater level of comfort. Sometimes you need to be uncomfortable. You need to be uncomfortable so you can press through to what he's assigned for you to do. 
You got to be able, and you got to send the multitude away because the multitude will keep pulling on you. They want more. They want more. Oh, man, give, give me some more of what you just talked about. Yo, yo, doc, show me, show me where you were reading that. Yo, doc, doc, show me what, how you were breaking that down. Come on, man. Give, give me some more. No, no, no. I've given you enough so you can, I, I've given you, I've shown you how to fish. You need to go fish for yourself. I've shown you how to study so you can go study for yourself. Now you've got to go to the next assignment. You can't allow people to distract you from what God is calling you to do in this season. In this season there, they sent the multitude away. And I want to remind you, Jesus was physically tired and fatigued. Physically tired and fatigued, but regardless of his state, Jesus was determined to get to the other side. He knew that there's something over there that needs him. There's something over there that he must fulfill. Even if he did not know every step and moment, he knew that it was there. And he knew that he had to get there to it. He knew he had to get there to it, regardless of how he felt, regardless of what he was going through. Listen, there are times that we must press through regardless of how we feel. There are times we must press through regardless of how we feel. We must be determined to reach our next assignment and to complete the Father's will. To complete the Father's will. I need somebody to type in chat, finish my assignment. Finish my assignment. Listen, I don't care if you just finished something. I don't care if it just gave you great success and now you want to celebrate. You want to play around. You want just to have a good time. But listen, listen, your success, your current success can be the enemy of what God is calling you to do. Do you hear me? Your current success could be the enemy of what God is calling you to do. You've got to be willing to say, yes, thank you, Jesus. I celebrate this way. I thank you so much for moving in this. I thank you so much for bringing me through. I thank you for the people that were blessed. I thank you for the increase that we, were, we amounted. I thank you, Lord, for us making a difference in the marketplace, for making a difference in the church house, for making a difference in the community. I thank you for that. But now, God, I see you have something else for me. Give me strength to keep going to get to that. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.